No, I have to introduce you. <laughs> All right. Welcome, welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. I'm, do you feel welcome? Yeah, it feels really odd because usually I've never done actually like an interview or a podcast without um, talking directly into a microphone or even having a camera. There's no camera, there's no microphone I'm speaking into, it's just the microphone's on me. Yeah. This feels like the future. It's actually really nice. Like I think about when you when most people seem to podcast, they've got the mic right mm -hmm. in their mouth, basically. Yeah, this is like an actual conversation. Yeah, like this is this is uh, this is why I like this because we get to just chat, like we get to have just like a legit mm -hmm. conversation on your couch. But it's so weird because I know that like someone's listening, <laughs> so this is like super weird. It is really weird. Because I'm not just speaking to you; I'm speaking to whoever's listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, you're you're talking to me. Yeah. So why don't we start off at the beginning of where where I know you from? Yeah. And talk about how we know each other. Okay. First off, I hope you understood everything I said, even through my laughter, because uh, I know sometimes that's hard to understand. Really? Oh, I guess you understood me. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. What am I starting? <laughs> <laughs> how we know each other. How we yeah. met. Okay. Um. So we met uh, through the YouTube community of Calgary. Um, we met at um, uh, Philosophy, I think. Was, was that the first time we met? Yeah, I think so. It was um, the first meetup that we had was like there. Because I don't think we met before then. I thought the first time we met was at Central Memorial Park. No, that was the second. Was it? Because we had one... I have it in a video, like one of my videos, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that was... Person, yeah. yeah, 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 okay, now I remember. That I met. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, okay, now I remember that. Mm -hmm. So, met you there, you sat down, then Brian showed up, and he sat down, and then Brian Kaya showed up, um, and we talked about Casey Neistat for a bit, because he was, like, really huge. Still, um, like, yeah. He was, like... Still, like everyone was talking about him constantly. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So. Yeah. That's when we met. <laughs> well, like, yeah. do you have a first impression of me? Um, I don't remember. I'll tell you my first impression of you. Okay. Oh hey, there's a guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great impression. Yeah, I don't have any like. Very like deep, deep. Not at least not a view. Okay. There are some people that I'm like, wow, that is a cool dude, and some people, are like, yeah. but no, you were. I was just like, cool, Matt, yeah, some guy. chill dude, mm -hmm. chill dude. Yeah. Um, I don't think he had a mustache then. Um, no. Probably wore, was wearing a red jacket. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. You I think I definitely would have been wearing my red jacket. Yeah. yeah. Different shoes. Yeah. Um, Different pants. Yeah, that was just like the time of uh, like starting up and think, like thinking about like we want to get like a community together and, and like yeah build the community. And the community's grown quite a bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, which I I always think that's because of you, Matt. Thanks. It's always because of Matt. 
that that community grew. Yeah. So I couldn't do it without the help of everyone in the community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, there is no community without people That's true. showing up. That's true. So, yeah. speaking of community, where did you grow up? Uh, Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy. Of Calgary. Alberta. Of Calgary. Nice, nice. Your address was no, just kidding. Was um, did you? Were you born in Calgary? Yes, I lived. Um, I forget the name of the community, but like I lived in a different community, close to Shaughnessy, but still in the south. Okay. Um, and we had like like a bigger house, um, and then I guess we couldn't afford it or something, so we moved to a different place, um, and then that's where I spent like my whole life up until I moved to Vancouver. Um, that's where I met um, my best friend, my childhood friend. That's where I made my first videos. That's like where everything. So you guys lived in one house basically all growing up? Pretty much like since really? like, um, probably like end of kindergarten, maybe like grade one or something up until like 2014. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's pretty sweet. So you went basically to you didn't change schools much then you just kind of yeah went only, with only because of you know going to uh junior high instead of elementary like elementary yeah school junior high school and then uh, high school that was it eh yeah oh wow that's awesome did you like grow growing up in calgary mm -hmm. how do you think like, what do you think of that experience? Was it an experience at all? Or is it just kind of... Yeah. Um, it was an experience as, like, just walking around or riding bikes around, like, the community and the area with friends and yeah. going to 7-Eleven and, and um, going to, like, there's, like, a, an overpass that they built when I was living there. Um, I was there before they built the C-Train line, before the C-Train yeah. was there. There used to be a mini golf course right there. I remember that mini yeah. golf course, actually. Yeah, I think I was there like once or twice. But really? My sister was livid when they built that overpass. Yeah. Because they took out the golf course. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, then we uh, started like hanging out underneath the bridge. There's like a hangout spot. Oh. Um, and the barn. Yeah. Like, yeah, the barn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. Where, where did you, were you around there? Yeah, I, I was in like Melrise. And uh, Evergreen. But you hung out, like, by Shaughnessy? Or, or? Well, Mill, Mill Rise is, like, right across the road from Shaughnessy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so. Yeah, no, I mean, Mill Rise is also pretty indistinguishable from Shaughnessy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, uh, that's kind of funny, because I remember, remember those things. So were you pretty active? Like, were you pretty outside yeah. as a kid? A lot. Um, I spent like not much time indoors. Um, if anything was indoors, it was like video games. Um, but even then, I wasn't into video games. Like a lot, it was mainly like my brother would play video games with my friends, um, and I would just be like, "Let's do something else. Let's not play video games." <laughs> I uh, wasn't too into it unless it was like um, Spyro or Crash Bandicoot. Uh, mainly just Crash Bash, but if it was that, or watching um, Stitch, Lilo and Stitch, mm -hmm. um, the TV show, yeah, um, 
I had a little little poster that like I would cross off once I saw one in an episode. Oh really? The, the different monsters in there. I yeah. Like, saw that guy. It was like a little bit list. Um uh what else did I play? I don't know. <laughs> Other things. Oh PS2. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. I, roommate yeah. just dropped something. Yeah, sounded like on his foot too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, played video games but not much. Um, oh, I played a lot of Dance Dance Revolution and Guitar Hero. Oh, really? Yeah, that was my, my stuff. Was that more like high school, junior high kind of time? Um, or Yeah, it was like late junior high. It was mostly, yeah, it was mostly junior high. I think in high school I, I kind of stopped playing and, and that's when like Minecraft came in. And uh, Did you play Minecraft? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Were you like, how into it did you get? Pretty into it. Um, there was like servers I'd go on and and um, I'd kind of have like friends over and do our own servers um, or, or like build stuff together and um, go on Skype while mm-hmm. we're in Minecraft so we can talk to each other while we're doing stuff. Um, yeah, I was pretty into Minecraft for a bit. It, it took me a little bit. Um, my brother was on it first, but yeah, there's like a lot of, there's some music that I listen to. That, like I kind of think of like as my Minecraft music because yeah. I would put on like a specific album album um, while I'm just like therapeutically like digging away at something or, or building something. I used to really like um, uh, fine tuning mines and yeah. like, making it like even though it didn't matter, just like little pathways that would have like stairs to, yeah. like, going somewhere when it didn't matter at all. But it's just like make it easy. Um, yeah. Just make it look nice. It just felt good. Yeah. Yeah, and it does, eh, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. What kind of what what kind of songs were the songs that you listened to? Um there's a lot of Mother Mother. Um I think is mainly that. Maybe Billy uh, Gautier's album. Um I think there might have been Empire of the Sun. Um I think that's the main ones. That yeah. Like, but there's probably like other stuff that I Oh, cut copy. Okay. I like <laughs> don't know any of those, but cool, yeah. cool, awesome. You probably know um uh Gautier's one song um somebody that I used to know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the whole album was like really You're, good. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually I have songs like that for whenever I hear them, I think I remember building that castle in Minecraft. Yeah, I still remember like my first world. Yeah. And, like where everything, like my house was like on a hill. I think because I watched uh, CoStar on YouTube. Okay. Was, like he was my introduction to YouTube. My brother was like, uh, "Just watch this guy, and then you'll learn how to do it." He was very upset, like the first time I tried to use, um, uh, I believe like it was a, a hoe, like the for farming and stuff. I yeah. used that I think to like to like get dirt or like destroy dirt or what a noob. Or something. Yeah. I know. He was like, you can't do it. I was like, it's, it's the same thing. It's just a tool that, you know, it's still it's still breaking it away. Yeah. But now I know better. There so, are more efficient ways to I'm do it. rookie no more. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's up. They've added tons of crazy they stuff, though. I have a recent one that was like, they actually added aqua, like a marine, or marine, what? Um, oh, like a, a water temple. Or, yeah, like um, they got like animals, like they got like sea turtles and fish. And really? Stuff you can actually catch. Yeah, yeah. 
And like, if you go into water, there's like a swimming animation that the guy does, that your character does. Really? If you zoom out enough, um, and uh, you can fit through like single blocks. When you're swimming? Yeah, when you're swimming. Um, and there's like seaweed or something that like comes up from the ground. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's crazy the stuff they they've gotten there now. I remember I got into it on on um, mobile. Yeah. That was. I when I really started getting into it, oh, yeah. but you just had like unlimited bricks and glass and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Only those though, mm-hmm. and then everything else you had to collect. That's weird. Yeah, it was really weird. It was really weird, but that's sweet. So, would you say were there any defining points in like your childhood? Because you're big into video. So how like how did that happen? How did I get into video? Yeah how how did you get um, into that? My mom had a, uh, a tape camera that we could only really um, watch what was on the camera, or, or we could, the only way to edit was like on camera, we'd have to like press record and then press stop, and then the next time we hit record, it's going to cut right there, um, or if you wanted to like cover something up, then you'd have to rewind the tape and then start recording at a specific, specific spot, um, and uh and then just like they would somehow go into VHS. I'm getting too much into detail. Um, and uh, yeah, I would just record like um, sledding adventures. Or, yeah. Or um, just like friends hanging out, or we try to do our little skits that we would want to get submitted to AF. Trying to be funny. Yeah, trying to be funny and entertaining. Um, I don't remember if we had a specific audience in mind, but I think we're just like recording for ourselves. Like, I don't know if we were like meaning to record it to like show our friends or our parents or what. But yeah. It's just like a fun thing to like play around with them and then the like in camera effects that you can do and transitions so that you can like. Oh, you had mm-hmm. transitions on yeah, the camera? Like when you would press record and then you stop. Um, and then you can say, like, okay, do this transition here. Then you press record, and it starts doing that transition for the last uh, few frames. <laughs> really? It cuts into, like, the new scene. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And you can do text on there, too. Yeah. Add, add words and whatnot. Um, night vision. Night vision, of course. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. So you, using that, I mean, obviously now you've got stuff that, is way more capable. What what was you using those minimal resources like? It was just like, did you ever did you ever think, boy, this sucks? No. Like like, if I ever wished I had better equipment or anything. Yeah. No. Which, which is kind of nice that I think about that now. But like, yeah, I, I always just kind of thought like, um, use whatever I have and. If it wasn't, like, good enough, I wouldn't think it wasn't good enough. I would just be like, okay, this is the situation. I wouldn't even, like, even then, I wouldn't even think what I just said. I would just do it. I would just, like, record and make whatever I had to make. It was just fun, eh? Yeah, it was just, like, a fun pastime thing that I did with my life. Yeah. My friend 
Uh, my older brother and friends would play video games when I was recording in front of video Oh, really? Yeah. The original Let's Play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Actually, yeah. Like, the first videos, too, of mine um, was, like, recording the screen or the TV. Um, on YouTube and stuff? My first videos on YouTube, yeah. yeah. If it wasn't already recorded on, like, my digital camera that I got, mm -hmm. um, it was, like, recorded on the VHS camera to be edited on that camera and then that was like um plugged into the tv and then the camera on the tripod just watching the tv so it could be edited in a way because i didn't have any editing thing yeah um and then i eventually got windows movie maker that's awesome <laughs> and that's when you that's when you hit it big when you got windows movie maker yeah that's when i got my first 15 subscribers i don't know what the exact match is yeah yeah Probably three or zero yeah that's sweet I actually i mean that's quite the process to go through to get a video together like if you told me that i had to record on this camera and then plug it into my tv play it on my tv but and then record on a new camera honestly though that, that like took like that's so much less time than it takes now to like record and edit a video like i would rather just like record it well like I'm, i don't I, i'd like that i have editing yeah, yeah. well okay i'll just uh, i'll leave with your computer yeah. then you <laughs> yeah. don't need it but like the amount of time it would only it would just be you edit as you record like as you go it's being edited which is like saves so much time and then you just record like basically recording the tv is the export like <laughs> pretty much and then it's just from there, just upload the, you don't even have to go through anything, just go straight from camera to computer, from computer to YouTube, and that's it. That's awesome. So you uploaded some of those on YouTube? Yeah. Do you still have those on there? I might have it on, like, on hard drives or something, but uh, we'll get into it. My uh, my channels got hacked uh, in 2010. Yeah, well, let's get into that. Let's go to 2010. Skip through, straight through. I, we, we can jump there unless you have an... Something That's else to bridge. Yeah, I can't think of anything. So okay. Yeah, it. yeah, we'll jump, jump up to 2010. Okay. Yeah. Um, anything specific or what? What happened with? Because uh, you you went on YouTube. Is that when you started YouTube? No, we celebrated your 10th anniversary. Yeah. So you started in 20. Uh, yeah, 2008. February 26, 2008. That's when my channel was up and my first video was on. Okay. And what, what made you decide to do that? Is this just somewhere to put your, your yeah. videos? Yeah, maybe I just like watched Smosh or something and thought that I want to make it bigger, or just like. Was Smosh big back then? Yeah. Oh really? They were like number one probably. I think. I don't. Yeah, actually, they were like number one most subscribed for a while until Fred came along, and then Fred took over and became number one. I don't think I've ever seen a Smosh video. What? Or a Fred video. Holy cow. And I I have seen one PewDiePie video because mm -hmm. somebody showed me once. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What do you watch them? What have you seen? I watch like I've been watching the animator YouTubers lately. Okay. Like the odd ones out and Jaden Animations. Yeah, I don't know any of these. I just found them okay. on YouTube and they all have like three million plus subscribers Dang. they're like super funny people and they just make these animations and tell funny stories from their life and stuff yeah. and so yeah yeah it's 
It's pretty sweet. So you got you got on there, yeah, and started posting what? Um, the first one was a puppet show that uh, my two friends and I did. Um, we, my brother, kind of hit record. Well, he wanted, he, he wanted kind to be of hit record. <laughs> Yeah, he just wanted to be there for it. Yeah. He was like laughing in the background. He hated me for that. <laughs> um, and uh, we had like brown paper bags that we drew on. Yeah. And, and made things like characters and had a blanket that we put before you go downstairs, which is like the, like the entryway to that. Mm. Too much detail. But um, yeah, we just like did a puppet show of us doing something like some weird thing. I don't yeah. know what we how we planned it out exactly but we did that and then i had a bunch of different videos of just like whatever i recorded at school or just around the house and it's just I, my friend costum had a domino like thing that he did you know he's just had dominoes and he has like literal domino effect where it just you know yeah um just set something up at his house and did that and recorded that that, that got a lot of views that was my most viewed video it was like or so views. Nice. Yeah. Dang, I wish yeah. I could get a hundred yeah. views on. I think it was Coco's Dominoes was what I called it. Um, yeah, a lot of the videos were just like random. Random videos that I took on my camera and wanted to upload and show to the world my like beautiful videos. So. Which I'm sure they were. Now, were those on the channel that got hacked? Yes, that was on my channel called Mad DJ Skills. Mad DJ Skills. Because I uh, took DJ lessons. And I, did you? Yeah, I <laughs> did a few DJ stuff. Yeah. Okay, we're going to back up to that then. <laughs> what, what are, how old were you? Uh, I don't know how old I was. I was in grade seven or eight when I did that. And you took DJ lessons? Yeah. Okay, so what are DJ lessons? Because I thought... I mean, obviously there's more to it yeah. than just hit and play on the iPod, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So explain, like, what that's about. Uh, okay. I um, don't really know how my mom found it. Or... Oh, no. Holy shit. Okay. Um, sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast. You can swear on this podcast. I believe in free speech. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> So my mom had like a work event at COP, um, and there was some guy DJing um, in like one of the tents. And I think he asked if we wanted to go, or like we asked if we could do something or DJ, or I don't know what, but we were like kids and we saw it and we thought it looked like fun. Yeah. Um, and somehow there was like a contact exchange between my mom and that guy. Um, and I guess we like ended up taking DJ lessons through Either if he was with that company or just like my mom Google searched or I don't know if she could Google search that thing. But somehow found <laughs> DJ lessons and we started doing that. Um, my brother and I. Um, and uh, sorry, yeah, so that was a. Um, it, it was basically learning how to fade from songs or how to transition from one song to another um, and how to make sure that like the timing was good because a lot of songs would go from like um a certain bpm to another bpm um and you just gotta make it like clean you can change the speed on like 
the turntables and turn yeah. so it goes faster or slower. Um, and you just gotta make sure, you know, you, you listen to one side on your headphone, just one playing, and then you, you make sure it's like going like this speed and you practice it a bit as it's going, and then you're like, okay, that's pretty good, and back it up, and then you're good, and then you wait for that right time, and you make sure the speed's good and everything, and then hmm. you wait for the right moment, either fade or you do like a hard like cut, like a right away. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that was, I wasn't very good, but I had fun. Yeah. And my mom spent too much money on it. Really? Probably. I had you don't know how much it cost. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. I didn't know that they had DJ lessons. I guess that's not a very common thing to put your kid in. Yeah. You know, you go to school and your friends are, I'm taking piano lessons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm in karate. Mm -hmm. I'm taking DJ lessons. <laughs> Speaking of which, I actually helped DJ one of my junior high school dances too. Really? Interesting, yeah. Like, I didn't do much. Because, um, like, I was with a, a guy that was that I wasn't used to working with and he didn't know me or anything. He didn't know my skill level. And I guess I wasn't, um, I didn't seem confident enough. I was like, yeah, I, like, I can DJ. Like, I, I, I'm willing to give it a go. But I don't think he trusts me enough. Um, so I gave him, put me on CD duty just to, like, pick songs for him to play. So I'll just like go through and pick songs. And, and I also got to do the microphone and like snowball whatever, where like you'd be dan or there'd be a crowd of people dancing with um, like one on one dancing, like slow dancing. Oh, okay. And then every time someone would say snowball into the microphone, they'd have to like find a new partner. Yeah. Um, and I just like walked around, uh, walking up to my friends and be like, say snowball. And then snowball. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Sounds like a good time. You had a good uh, DJ career. Sure did. And so you were mad DJ skills. Mm -hmm. You know it. And uh, and then how'd that get hacked, uh -huh. and ruin your DJ career? <laughs> it um it got hacked. Um well in 2010, um the time of watching a lot of vloggers and people like Shay Carl and Charles Tricky and mm -hmm. um and Wife Birdie who was Strawberry Seventeen. She did her own. Had her own channel, she still does with her. Hmm. Um, I was inspired to start my own daily blog, and then, so I started doing daily blogs on my channel, Matt's Blogging. Um, and then in March, I think it's like pretty close to St. Patrick's Day, um, I uh, got like a message saying that, like, um, become a partner, it's like be premium or whatever, like gold partner or something like that. And I was like, I know it's fake. I know it's not real. But I'm, uh, <laughs> I want to just make sure that it's not real. <laughs> so I, what I did was I copied the link. Yeah. And I went onto an account that I didn't care about. Because like, the username was literally just like gibberish. It was a mash of buttons. Um, and I went onto that. And then I pasted the, uh, the link and went onto it. And I was like, yep, it, it was fake. And somehow through that, they might have found my IP or something like that. Um, and they got my password to Matt's blogging. Oh. Um, and then I soon realized that uh, I, Matt's blogging was also Mad DJ Skills. Um, and I had the same password. <laughs> so they easily just got on to yeah. Mad DJ Skills and Matt's blogging. That was all hacked. 
I was sad. I cried myself to sleep. Did you actually? Yeah. Really? <laughs> and then the, I guess I mean like that's the. That was my world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that's a silly thing to cry but yourself to sleep about. But like, yeah, it was pretty sad. Like all my hard work just went away, and it was terrible. But um, then I uh, started a new channel called Mad Devious Goat Reborn, which had three videos, and then I was just like, it's terrible. The name wasn't great. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. So then I started Equals Life um, and started to do the same stuff on that channel um, and started Matt's Vlogging 2 instead of just Matt's Vlogging, it was Matt's Vlogging TLO um, and continued my vlogs and started to do more hipster looking videos on Equals Life and, and tried to follow the uh, suit of, of Mitchell Davis. And, um, Who's Mitchell Davis? Live by the Live. He's a YouTuber. He's um, he's the king of hipsters. Uh, everyone looked up to him it was like uh just like so i don't know i don't know how to describe him but he did like he knew a lot of good music um he did a lot of videos with like a, a backdrop and, and jump cuts and just him being like weird and random and, and doing stuff um, yeah and his aesthetic was very different from everyone else's like he he, he was very minimalist and, and he had he had like ocd so it was like very like everything looked like really aligned and like perfect like white and almost everything was like white in his his room um but he had like interesting videos and interesting edits and like weird stuff and he introduced me to a lot of music that i know now and like hmm. um yeah i don't know where i'm going with this but yeah that's uh yeah yeah that was kind of your inspiration kind of for for equals life, for equals life. Yeah. and what was so equals life was your vlog channel. It was like my my editing channel, like my channel. It was supposed to be my main channel, and then Matt's vlogging too was like my vlogging channel to be like, here's daily vlogs, and here's just my life. And this one was more like, here's like me trying to make skits or I don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we were talking earlier. You said that you kind of dropped equals yeah, yeah. life a little bit yeah that was in um when i went to vancouver for film school and stuff um i went to a youtube hosted event um where like a bunch of different creators were like met up and um they had like a session of um in a circle there'd be like an inner circle and an outer circle you face someone and talk to them about your channel and then they would say their channel um, and you have to think of something to collaborate on. Um, and then they would, uh, one circle would move. So you talk to a new, per new person and you have like a time limit to like say it quick and, and figure something out. And I couldn't figure out like how to describe my channel at all. Um, so that was like a big take or, or lesson or a thing to, to think about. It's like, how do I describe my channel? How, how do I tell people what I do? Um, that was a big lesson. Then after that, my name was entered into, I, I entered my name into like a, or my email into a, a list for them to contact me. Um, and then some guy from YouTube contacted me and talked to me about my channel and wanted to see what insight, what input he could give me. So we looked at Equals Life and Matt's Vlogging too, and you couldn't tell a difference um, between the two. We thought like they're pretty similar, they're both about me in a way. Um, so we suggested just stick to one channel and see how that goes. 
Um, so I was like, okay, that makes more sense. So I did that and then continued to be like inspired by Casey Neistat and make videos like him. <laughs> yeah. Continue vlogging and stuff on Matt's yeah, vlog. Like kind of mix, mix the two, like doing vlogging, but also think about how I want to do videos on Equals Life, but do them with my vlogs. Okay, okay, so you kind of brought them to the two together. Yeah. Because I know I've been in your vlogs, and your vlogs are all very, they're scripted and fake and <laughs> stuff, and it's like reality TV. Uh, None of it's real. Yeah. None of it's real. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, please joke. Please joke. I, I'm, I hope he's joking. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Sure. <laughs> 50%. 50%. I mean, obviously, there are some things that you got to plan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but the stuff that you can tell is real, mm-hmm. is real, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, so the channel that you're on now mm-hmm. is Matt's Vlogging 2, Yeah, I changed right? it to just Matt Moore. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. That, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. That's who you are. The URL is still Matt's Vlogging 2, but the channel itself is Matt Moore. Okay, yeah, see, I don't get a custom URL. Yeah, they changed that. Yeah, yeah, I'm still waiting, waiting. But, so, why do you why do you continue vlogging, Matt? Um, that's a good question. I, I feel like, um, I think I've had, like, one contemplation of, like, is this what I want to do? Because um, my whole life, ever since I started recording, and putting my YouTube videos up, I haven't thought about, like, what else would I do with my life. I've only thought, like, YouTube is the career. YouTube is what I want to do with my life. Mm. And I haven't, like, skewed or I haven't, like, thought about anything else. Um, so I have no idea what I would do if it weren't for this. If it wasn't this, it would be, like, maybe photography or graphic design or something like that. But I couldn't think of, like, any other thing to do. Um, and also just like it's a fun thing to do I really like doing it um, I um, like to see growth and it, it kind of drives me to like to say like if I keep putting out content then I can see my subscriber count grow and my views grow and stuff even though um, my views have pretty much been the same for eight years um, I can still tell that there is a bit of growth some videos have done a lot better um, my pink hair video is almost at 2,000 views. Um, my Valentine's video at McDonald's is like almost 700 views. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely growing a lot more. And I feel like a lot of videos are starting to get to like 200, at least 200 views a video, which is like really nice. Um, but uh, aside from numbers, it's just I like experimenting and trying new things. And um, I really enjoy one of my favorite things is like having a finished video and being able to upload it and being proud of it and like excited that people get to see it. Uh, yeah. That gives me like, that's like, it's a good day. When that, when that happens and I can just like go on about and live my life and I'm like, I feel accomplished. Yeah, I'll put in the video. Yeah. Yeah. And when you work, work hard at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, I, I've watched you editing yeah. here. Yeah. And, you know, you're sitting there and you're working stuff, you're rewinding, you're going, you're moving back one frame, you know, and mm-hmm. 
cutting it in just the right place. And yeah. it's a lot of work mm -hmm. to put together videos. So I would say, I mean, even if you don't become like some big YouTuber and that's like your career, yeah. you've gained a lot of employable skills, right? Because right? Right? I mean, you did, you did school in Vancouver but then also in your own time, you've been working with, you use the Adobe Suite, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you've been working with all of this and been doing editing and graphic design on your own and practicing on your own, right? Yeah. And so I think there's, there's a huge benefit in that regardless of where things go, right? Which is, which is pretty sweet to say that your hobby has maybe not turned into a career, but has at least given you the opportunity. the opportunity to use the things that you do in your hobby towards a career. Yeah. Right? Which is a pretty sweet thing to say. That's true, yeah. Right? Because I don't think most hobbies yeah. have such like if you like employable skills. Building puzzles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, what, what do you do for fun? I build puzzles. Or I read, I, re I read novels, right? right. right? Yeah. yeah, so I, I mean, that that's something that's actually pretty sweet. So, so other than vlogging, what else do you get yourself up to these days? Um, I guess the community of YouTube. <laughs> Just a lot of things surrounded by YouTube. Yeah. Um, I go to the, like concerts sometimes um not as often as i as i could um there's like the local italian music scene it's pretty good mm -hmm. always growing and meeting new people uh and new bands and artists um so there's that there's the youtube scene and yeah um i don't know i kind of just surround my life with like thinking about YouTube and, and the direction that's going now that I don't have a job I, I, I'm just thinking about like what I, what path to take and what to do to make money um, without getting into retail again yeah um, yeah that's my free time pretty much yeah yeah is getting pretty involved in the creative community which in in Calgary would you a lot of people feel like it's lacking. Um, do you feel like it is lacking or it always has been or it's getting better or it's kind of the same? Um, I don't know what it was like too much before. Um, before I noticed it uh, or before like I got into the whole YouTube community in Calgary. Um, I don't know what it was like but it seems like it's growing, at least. Um, I feel like I'm having more friends um, involved in it. And it could just be that I'm, like, surrounding myself with more people that are involved with it. Mm -hmm. Like, going out there and, like, going to Media Lab with Kyle Marshall and stuff. Um, seeing all these people, like, working on stuff and being creative and starting their own businesses and, and working on their own thing, making their own income. Um and just creative in general it seems like there's a lot of creative people 
Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. So um, you've been doing this digital expo. Yeah. So I want to I wanna hear about that. that that's like kind of the main thing that made me be like, hey, you should be on my podcast. Okay. I'm yeah. curious what this is. I know it's still in its early stages, so I don't know how much there is to talk about. Yeah. But kind of what's, what's the idea behind it? Where did that come from? Who's all involved and what's, what do you hope it looks like? Okay. Um, I think it all started with, um, with JD from the Divided Community of YouTubers. Um, I think he was the one that initiated it, but it's JD, Tom Marshall, uh, Stephen Zeeland from Twitch County, and Jonathan, his last name, from Twitch County, I believe. Um, So it's them and myself. Um, we, we basically wanted to do something like um, like VidCon or Playlist Live, um, but in Western Canada, because as far as we know, there's nothing like that um, in this area of the world. Um, like the closest thing might be like Vlogger Festival or Vlogger Fair in um, in Seattle, which I don't think runs anymore. I haven't seen that yet. Um, and then there's uh, Buffer Festival in Toronto. Um, and we feel like just kind of give the opportunity for people that can't fly down to all these places and, and go travel long distances to, to go to a YouTube event to meet people that they watch on YouTube. Um, and uh, yeah, we're hoping to get like big names, but we, we don't quite know yet. It's, it's un, un Indeterminate kind of. Yeah, we're figuring that out. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we just wanted to like to give the opportunity for people to to meet um, other creators, start conversations. Um, hopefully, uh, friendships and, and collabs could come out of it. Um, hopefully, new viewers. Um, people can kind of go. We're we're giving uh, booths out to people, so channels might be able to have a booth and like talk about their channel or something that they have to do. Um, something to do with their, their channel or what their, their theme or their message behind their channel is about and they can talk about that. Um, and maybe, yeah, just have like, um, just kind of bring together a community of people that weren't there before. And you kind of, right now we have the, the Calgary community, but we also want to bring in people from Edmonton and Vancouver and like Saskatchewan and Winnipeg, all that. Um, and then like come into to one place um, and, and get to know people in the area. Um, so we're hoping more so, I guess, for people from Western Canada, but like if people from LA or wherever, Japan, I don't know, like wants to come yeah. around, and that's sweet too. That's yeah. Awesome too. Um, uh, yeah, that's... That's pretty sweet. So it's kind of going to be... I've never been to really any convention, yeah. like any Comic Con or VidCon or or uh, BronyCon or anything. Yeah. Um, so what what would that look like? Having uh, I know would there be you know panels, workshops? Um, like what kind of stuff are you guys thinking about doing or so, hoping to do? Yeah, um, 
nothing set in stone right now, but we are thinking of having panels, uh, workshops. Um, I'm thinking it'd be really cool to have like a main stage uh, or like a stage of sorts for musicians, uh, mainly to do with YouTube, but we could potentially have like local musicians mm -hmm. um, perform or something. Maybe an open mic or something like that. Um, and uh, we're, we're in, in discussion with a few people to do some workshops like um, <clears throat> to do with YouTube and to do with recording and, and maybe streaming and, and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, and then panels working on that as well. Um, yeah, nothing's super set. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're hoping for that. And then there's booths and, and um, vendors and, and different team of people and all that stuff. That's sweet. That's awesome. So, so moving forward with life, yeah. your big dream, your, your, your big goals, your mm -hmm. plans for the future. If, okay. you know, don't worry about, oh, but that probably won't happen. Just think, yeah. like, what would Matt Mort's super cool, awesome, fun life look like um it would probably be um having my own house um and maybe like a, a tiny house or something like that that could be kind of cool but not too small yeah um, that'd be really nice um i'd like to um if not run my own production company be a part of one um and and be happy making videos with other people um Eventually, I would like to start like um, a couple channels, like doing like a, my my current channel about life and, and doing uh, experiments and, and, and um, trying new things in life and whatnot. Um, there's that one. Then I was thinking like a game channel and a music channel. Um, and doing those that'd be really cool if I could do that in the future. Um, and um, traveling. I'd like to travel because I haven't at all really. Um, mm. I've gone to like Montana for my, my stepsister's wedding um, and I went to Disneyland when I was four um, and I went to Vancouver as well but traveling would be nice. It'd be cool to see new things. Um, it'd be cool eventually. It'd be cool to do like a live show or something like that like a Matt Morton live show or uh, something. I don't know what it would be exactly but it'd be fun yeah I got a few ideas so that'd be sweet um yeah just like I guess mainly just having a production company to make videos um and enjoy doing that maybe in in house merch something like make your own merch experiment and try different different merch ideas that like people don't try and just for the fun of it um Maybe have a podcast of my own. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's as far as I have thought. It's just like, that would be really sweet if I could accomplish that. And that would be like prime time. Yeah, do some cool creative stuff. Mm -hmm. You're definitely the creative type. 
Hey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not that's not my opinion. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confirming with you yeah. that that is that that is true. Yeah. So that that's really really cool. Um, I think we're just out of time here, okay. but thanks for being on the show and talking to me about this. Like, I think, you know, obviously, you're not letting down your creative side which is good yeah you know you're mm-hmm. you're going at it and you're doing stuff yeah. so. we always everyone's got work to do or, or improvement they can do i'm definitely not the most driven but i'm, I'm working on it good all right <laughs> good man thanks matt yeah no problem thanks alex this has been my wax museum hosted by myself alex williams and produced by Nightworthy Media House.